0: We talk all sports, fantasy, and real. I am Brian Baines. I am your host. It is Tuesday, February 7th, episode number 625. It is Super Bowl week. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Yep. We got football. More football. One last football game. And then we shut it down. Yep. Shut it down for a long, for the long haul. The long, cold winter, but no worries, no worries. We are only seven days. Seven days, count them, until pitchers and catchers report. Yes, absolutely. We are very excited about that, for sure. Baseball, just around the corner. In the news, while we were away, since last Friday, uh, Kyrie traded to the Mavericks. Yeah, so... uh, Came out on, oh I believe, Wednesday or Thursday. Kyrie said, I want to be traded. I'm not going to resign here. <clears throat> Might as well trade me now when you can get something for me. And took two days. Done. Gone. Uh, the Nets made it happen. Did not necessarily send him where he wanted to go. His first choice, I think he wanted to go play uh, with LeBron, of course. And that didn't work out. But uh, went to the Mavericks. Couple guards in exchange, couple second-round draft picks, and an <clears throat> an unrestricted first-round pick. So, uh, no conditions on that. Unconditional first-round pick uh, goes to uh, the Nets in that one. So made out pretty good. Uh, you know, probably can call it for this season for them. They're not uh, going to be challenging now for the Eastern title, but uh, but they can uh, move forward. Moving on from Kyrie and uh, him and Luca can uh, see see what what they can make of it. See if they can make a little run here together. Uh, Kyrie is a free agent at the end of the year. Uh, no word on any kind of a <clears throat> any kind of an extension for him yet. Uh, whether he'd be working on that or not, whether it's a half year rental for the Mavericks, we don't know. We'll find out. Uh, Brian Flores hired as the defensive coordinator of the Minnesota Vikings. Great hire, great hire in my opinion. Uh, Arizona missed out. Of course, They he was uh, one of three finalists left in the uh, Arizona head coaching job, and now it's down two. Uh, still waiting on Arizona, still waiting on Indianapolis to name coaches. I don't, I'm not sure if those two teams are now waiting for the Super Bowl to be over so they can raid those coaching staffs, or if they're waiting until the Super Bowl— to you know, announce their hire and try to steal a little bit of the thunder of the Super Bowl. There's always somebody, always someone, some team, somewhere that wants to make some sort of announcement on Super Bowl Sunday to try to you know distract, try to take away. So maybe they're holding off for that. Uh, let's see what else do we have? Uh, oh yes, news out of Denver. They talked to uh, Sean Payton yesterday. Interesting didn't realize that uh, Russell Wilson has has had his own quarterbacks coach apparently in the building, following him around, coaching him up or down, depending on how you look at it. Sean Payton was asked about, um, about said quarterback coach and whether he would be uh, a part of the program, part of the staff, part of what's going on there, and <laughs> Payton was pretty much or at least playing dumb uh pretty much unaware of of this person and their role and basically shut it down right there on the spot said uh the only people that will be in this building will be the will be the people on my staff period end of story so uh yeah getting off to a good start with russ we'll see how uh how he responds or reacts to having his quarterback guru taken away from him uh as far as being allowed in the facility and and within the coaching staff so uh rogers to the vegas rogers to vegas big big news right he's spouting all over the place that he wants to uh wants to hook back up with davante adams will it happen is this even true uh we'll find out but uh probably not anytime super duper soon uh, I know that Vegas has some stuff to do contract-wise with Carr to uh, make some decisions. Uh, not likely that they would be able to get a whole lot in trade value uh, for uh, Derek Carr. So we'll, we'll wait and see on the Rogers thing. But Vegas seems to be the front runner at the moment. Of course, he has to be traded, so it's not um, not a given not a given you can't just say where you're gonna go and it's not like free agency you can't just decide for yourself Uh, things have to be worked out the other team actually has to want you and all of that good stuff so uh, but that is the latest Rogers to uh, the Raiders Uh, I watched I watched some hockey over the weekend Uh, skills competition on Friday night as I uh, did a big preview uh, it was only fair if I did the big preview on the blink on friday about the skills challenge that I should probably sit down and watch it I did I sat and I watched from start to finish. It was uh, it was fun. It was Scripted it was uh, new interesting um, I enjoyed it the, the the golf hole was was pretty cool uh, Nick Suzuki with the birdie actually birdied the hole um, Had a great drive that actually <laughs> that actually rolled out and almost almost made it to the water and then uh it was fun to watch their approach shots it was just it really was just a 140 yard par par three but they played it as a par four and it was fun to watch um to watch their approach shots because and i'm not sure if this was intentional or if if it was just lucky uh so the so the golf the green was covered with some astroturf so uh, to to uh, dispel any worries about what kind of damage a hockey puck would do um, to a golf green, don't worry about that. They covered it with with AstroTurf, so it was it was safe. It was fine. Uh, but the shots that went into the green actually had some. They had some goo on them, right? One one shot, Suzuki's shot. He was the closest and had had just a little flip over the water and onto the green, and it kind of checked up and went straight towards the cup. Um, one of the other guys uh, got his to actually he actually looked like he put some spin on it he laid it into the to the left of the pin and then spun it in towards the flag um suzuki was the only one that was able to make that make the putt so as soon as they uh were on the green they switched the puck for a golf ball uh but still had to use their hockey stick uh, to to make putt and suzuki nailed it and won the hole got the birdie uh the uh, dunk tank contest was fun um, Kale McCarr and ranton uh, uh they were the team that won but the the fun part about this one was he, Igor Shesterkin uh, took part in this one and he used his goalie stick and, and what they were doing is they just had pucks set up and they were uh, shooting the pucks basically wristing them at, uh, at a, a row of surfboards like I think there were five surfboards you had to knock down the surfboards and then you had to, uh, you, your opponent was sitting in a dunk tank, and you had to, you know, just the traditional way the dunk tank works. You have to hit the hit the the button and and uh, knocks the guy in. And so they would just time that. It. it was just a timed uh, event. But uh, Igor, yeah, did actually did pretty well considering. Uh, for those of you not familiar with a with a goalie stick versus uh, a, a regular stick, it's about four times the size. <laughs> and um one would think uh, very hard a, a lot harder to manage but he did a good job uh, not good enough they didn't win but uh M- M- mccarr and ranton and gotten that one uh the goalie contest was was okay the goalies were it was a team of two and they um one goalie was in charge of tending the goal and the other goalie was in charge of uh shooting the puck the length of the ice and they got uh they got three points if they got it in the little, the little opening uh, in the board. They got two points if they hit the board, and then uh, uh, no points if they, uh, if they got, if they didn't hit even hit the net or hit the hit the goal at all. And it also decided for their for their cohort for their partner, or no, actually it, it decided for their opponent if they got if they got it in the hole. Then it would be a three-on-zero rush if they hit the board if they hit the board around the net. It would be a two-on-zero rush, and then if they didn't hit anything, it would be a one-on-zero rush. And there was points re- awarded for this and that. And Saros, uh, it was Saros and Hellebuck that uh, ended up winning that one. Uh, let's see what else was there. Oh, the the accuracy contest was was great. Um, and and I gotta think about there. I can look back and I can see who. So that one was fun. So they did. Um, oh, hang on, I'm just. Oh, cadre. So uh, came down to uh, McDavid in the first round. Of course, nailed it in, in four straight shots. Didn't miss. So they had to hit one, one or two on the uh, the bottom corner of the net and two on the upper corners in the, of the of the goal, and um, and it was timed. McDavid, of course, first time through did it in like eight seconds or something. He hit all four of them in four shots. And then got through to the, to, the, uh, to the semifinals, and he went against uh, Nazem Qadri. And it was funny because the announcers, were they were so focused on McDavid and what he was doing that uh, they didn't even realize that Qadri beat him. Uh, Qadri knocked out his four in, I think it was in five shots. McDavid took five or six shots but had a little hesitation. Uh, they were going side by side in in the second round which was 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 a little different um, And so all the focus all the focus of course was on McDavid and they were like, oh, he did it and when he hit the fourth one, but it was it was after Caudry. and then they they were trying to correct themselves uh, wait a minute did did Caudry just win this? Did he do it first And they had to go back to the replay to see that uh, Caudry actually had beaten McDavid. He moved on to the finals against uh, my boy, Brock Nelson, and uh, Brock Nelson brought home the prize in that one. Uh, fastest skater, I can't even remember. It was The times were not great in the fastest skater uh, competition. Um, I, I can't remember who, who won that one. Uh, the all-star game itself, uh, you know, it's an exhibition. It, the... Uh, the... Um, the Atlantic ended up winning. Matthew Kachuk, the hometown guy, uh, won the MVP. I think he had like five goals and three assists or something over the over the two games. Uh, at the same time, the uh, or on Sunday, the NFC won the Pro Bowl. I watched just a tiny bit of the skills competition uh, in the in the NFL, and it was quarterbacks throwing at targets in some big warehouse. And it didn't appear there was even a crowd or an audience there, so I'm not sure exactly what the what the story was with that. But it was um, not all that entertaining. In fact, I turned it on when I went to bed on Saturday night, and I did not have any trouble falling asleep. Let's put it that way. Uh, okay, let's get into today. We're going to talk running backs. Uh, we've talked, we've gone through the quarterbacks, top to bottom. You know what's how they finished, prospects for next year. Free agency, all of that good stuff. Um, so we're going to go over running backs, but before we get that, of course, I have to throw out that reminder: uh, get your vote, get your vote out, uh, pull pedal, paddle. Andres is battling in this one. Uh, first, it goes back and forth, first and second. Uh, his opponent has a pretty good lead to start out the day, but uh, we were we were really strong in the morning yesterday, so I'm hopeful we can get back on it and. Uh, and crush it. So get your vote. Get your vote in again. Uh, you can get one vote in on any any Wi-Fi that you're on. You can get a vote in every time you, or once a day on that platform. And then if you click out of Wi-Fi, you can get another vote in that way. If you travel to, if you go to Target, uh, go to visit Mullen at uh, at Target. You can uh, get on their Wi-Fi and cast a vote there as well. So wherever you're at. Um, Andres the other day had me driving around and uh, wanted to go to uh, every Starbucks that we could hit so he could get on their free Wi-Fi and cast votes. So uh, cast him any way you can. Let's get him to the top. Let's talk running backs. Let's get into the tail of the tape. And I'm just going to go in the order that they finished for the most part until we get down towards the end. There's some some guys that finished Quite a bit lower, but only because they just they were hurt or uh, for whatever reason. But uh, of course, you start out with the the very top. Austin Eckler finished as the, the as the running back one this year. Again, another year older. We do have a new offensive coordinator coming in there in Los Angeles. We'll see. Uh, they they definitely need to do something with the the running game. Whether that means he's going to be more involved in the running game or they're going to you know look in another direction to get a banger in there to uh to take some of the some of the some of the load, right? He's not really a, known as a between the tackles guy, although I would argue that he's capable of it, just maybe not over the course of a season. Most of his damage this year, of course, came in the passing game, uh, over 100 receptions, uh, and in the red zone, uh, I think he had uh, again up to 18, 19 somewhere in there touchdowns this year so uh, but another year older so you keep an eye on that one in terms of um, we're always waiting always waiting on these running backs for the clock to run out and for things to go sideways and there's a lot of guys there's a lot of guys in this list this year that are hitting that 26 27 28 29 uh, years old and that's that's getting up there for for running backs. same thing number two was christian mccaffrey new team new outlook. Uh, you gotta love the offense. Uh, but again, another year older. And the thing I worry about the most with Christian McCaffrey is San Francisco, right? He's a 49er. He made it through, uh, his time in San Francisco this year without any injuries, but, uh, he was like one of the only ones because for whatever reason, uh, this team, this system has trouble keeping guys healthy. So you're going to have to, uh, you're going to have to worry about that when you're drafting him, and you're going to be drafting him probably number one, number two, number three, somewhere in there uh, because he's so valuable and so involved and so so good. Uh, but, again, going to be uh, 27, I believe, next year uh, getting up there. Uh, Josh Jacobs, free agent, uh, finished number three this year. We don't know where he's going to end up. Well, the the Raiders would be smart at this point to to franchise him. I think it's only it would only cost him about ten million dollars uh, to hold him for another year. You know, he's young, and make him prove it. Make him show it again because uh, this was definitely a breakout year for him. But if he stays in Las Vegas, uh, he's a top five pick, top five pick going forward next year. Derrick Henry comes in number four. Uh, again the age 29 20, is year is year 29 season coming up next year saw a little bit a little bit of the drop off the team wasn't great this year which hurt him um quarterback situation is a little bit of a mess there and and that definitely uh hurts his value a little bit uh, a guy i would be <laughs> be looking to move for as much as i could possibly get for him now because he's got so many miles on the tires, and just he's getting up there that kind of power back you saw it a little bit a little fall off in the um needed space uh, needed space to to, to really get ahead of steam uh, was i thought very effective coming out of the backfield but they didn't do it enough in my opinion uh, to get him out where he can he can move nick chubb was number five started out i mean he was number one through halfway through the season and then they just the, the usage changed the touchdowns went away and you know he he's he's a great back still still young enough probably going to be probably Kareem Hunt's probably on the way out i would guess is going to sign somewhere else this year so that should leave more work for Nick Chubb but um yeah it, it was a drop off and the offense wasn't wasn't awesome uh, once Deshaun Watson took over. So we'll look for that to uh, hopefully change and see Cleveland uh, putting some more points on the board moving forward. Saquon, Saquon Barkley, another free agent. Uh, he was uh, came in number six. Great comeback season for him. Uh, team didn't exercise fifth-year option on him, so he he's uh, somewhat of a restricted free agent. Again, another one the Giants would be wise to just go ahead and franchise him make him prove it again it's only going to cost you 10 million which uh you know for a running back is quite a bit but it's only you're not locking into a long term long-term deal and you know you can you can make him prove it make him show that he can stay healthy stay on the field and uh do it again tony pollard came at number seven here's another one that's a free agent tony pollard we'll see where he ends up i've I, Feel pretty confident that he's going to stay in Dallas, whether it's on the franchise tag or or otherwise. I don't think they will make the same mistake they did with Zeke in terms of that massive long-term deal uh, that they're stuck in. Uh, but you know, I could see a two or a three-year deal um, for Tony Pollard, and he was spectacular when he was when he was the go-to guy in this offense. And uh, only good things are are on the horizon for him and if he ends up at another team could end up in even an even better situation so keep an eye on that one aaron jones i believe is a another free agent no he's not no he signed it he signed a deal last year so he's he's under contract aaron jones we don't know what the quarterback situation is going to be here in green bay um definitely could affect the offense aaron Rodgers certainly liked to involve him in the passing game so um gonna have to wait and and watch how that plays out he's not i don't see aaron jones as a first round guy anyway he's more of a, a late second rounder uh could be a great value though um sharing sharing the work with uh, with a.j Dillon there i'm pretty sure Dillon's under contract for one more season um in green bay jamal williams yeah talk about father time he's a free agent as well whether he will stay with Detroit or not remains to be seen. Uh, oh, I skipped I skipped a whole bunch here. Uh, so I'll talk about Joe Mall Williams real quick, and then I'll go back. <laughs> I got ahead of myself. Um, wait and see where he ends up. Uh, Detroit obviously is the best possible spot for him, as we saw because they, of the way they love to use him. He was, uh, you know, a twenty touchdown guy this year, and hard to replace that. Finished, you know, in the top top 12 or or close to it dalvin cook let's jump back to dalvin cook here's another yet another he's under contract so he's he's not going anywhere probably unless they decide to make make a change and and try to keep alexander madison there alexander madison is a free agent in case i don't talk about him uh, which i don't think he's on my list because he just didn't finish high enough but he's one that we will watch in free agency where he ends up but dalvin cook on that age scale again in the austin eckler christian mccaffrey derrick henry in that group of guys uh, that has we've seen fall off a little bit we saw as the offensive coordinator changed in minnesota the scheme was not as run friendly as we had seen in the past and he, he definitely touchdown regression man he took a big step back i believe he only had a couple touchdowns uh, on the season uh, rushing the ball so so you look for that to bounce back, uh, but here's a guy that's been a perennial first round pick, and uh, I could see him. I could see him slipping out of that first round, moving into the second second round now for the first time in in several years. Ramondre, Ramondre Stevenson, on the other hand, on the rise, a younger guy should have this backfield to himself as much as you possibly can with the New England Patriots because they don't uh, they don't often just turn it over to one guy, but uh, Damian Harris is a free agent. Not sure what the Patriots are going to do with him, uh, but Ramondre Stevenson, a man on the rise, definitely um, finished in the top 12 and should be able to do that and repeat that as long as he stays healthy. Joe Mixon, another another guy. Uh, he, he's got the he's got the contract, but uh, it would not cost the Bengals a ton if they wanted to get out of this one. Uh, involved in another another fracas the other day all the charges were dropped so uh, nothing to see there apparently but uh, something involving a girl and a gun oh joe mixon yeah so keep an eye on that one Bengals have to make a decision on samaj pirine uh, as far as bringing him back or not uh, you know pirine did pretty pretty well when he was the guy I don't know that they want to go strictly to that i think they still like mixing but um could be a little tenuous there uh miles sanders mr feast or famine i believe he is also a free agent this year so we'll have to wait and see on that one uh what the eagles want to do if, if they want to move towards gainwell they are kind of a uh, com- ba- back by committee team anyway, where everybody gets their chances, and a running quarterback on top of it, kind of uh, vultures some of those touchdown opportunities. Sanders was great when he was great, and he was not great when when he wasn't, and like complete disappearing act. So you didn't really know what you were getting from week to week. Still ends up finishing, you know, as a top tier running back there. Uh, Kenneth Walker good breakout season for seattle young uh should be moving up this chart for sure uh in the coming years we don't know what the status will be with rashad penny I'm, i think he's a free agent coming off yet another season-ending injury um, so whether he will factor in i don't know but kenneth uh, kenneth walker definitely is somebody that should be targeted early early in in drafts next year travis etn man if they could just commit to using him a little bit more in the passing game, which was what we thought we were getting when he was drafted, right? We thought we were getting this all-purpose back that was going to get tons of use out of out of the backfield in the passing game, and it just just didn't really materialize uh, this year. So if they can adjust that, and and it could just be a um, Lawrence Lawrence issue with not being comfortable making those passes or I'm not sure exactly what happened there, but we want to see more usage out of the passing game. I don't think you you want to live or die on Travis Etienne pounding in the middle. He's just not, uh, not a big guy, and he's going to um, suffer a little bit trying to uh, run that up through the middle 20 times a game. I don't know if he's a 20-carry-a-game a type of a back, uh, but certainly somebody you'll be looking at in the second round uh, next year. Leonard Fournette we're waiting to see if uh if the buccaneers what they're going to even do they could be in full in full rebuild mode hard to say um they could they could easily cut loose and and head towards rashad white in this offense Fournette is still you know he's 20, 26 i think 26 27 so he's got some he's got some miles left could end up on another team could be you know a valuable piece Uh, one of those uh, sneaky guys you could probably hold off until maybe the fifth sixth round next year in your draft and uh, maybe get a steal there Najee harris comes in Uh, you know these are these are now in your your second second group right your rb2s Najee harris uh plenty of talent not a great offensive team that definitely hurt him. Uh, not enough uh, appearances in the red zone to be able to get his touchdown numbers up there. Just wasn't wasn't. I mean, he was consistent, but not consistently good, right? He didn't have uh, any real boom weeks for you. You know, he didn't he didn't completely kill you. Got in the end zone enough to, to kind of keep you relevant and and got enough use in the passing game, but. Uh, they need to be a more potent offense for him to be um, what we saw a year ago. and Or, or either that or they just got to boost the uh, passing game activity like it was before. Alvin Kamara comes in after him. Still waiting on this supposed suspension that will be coming for Alvin Kamara. He's managed to push this court date back and back and back and back. Uh, a, another one of these guys that's... Uh, getting up there in years right uh, not seeing a lot of promise for this offense in new orleans um, maybe Jameis is a quarterback maybe they're investing in some a rookie quarterback which would probably not be good for him either so i think the, i think the best of kamara is is now behind him i think we can we can all agree on that, uh, uh, Jerick McKinnon, uh, what an end of a season for him. He's a free agent. We'll see if uh, Kansas City wants to bring him back or if he ends up out on the open market. James Connor has another year on his contract with Arizona. Uh, should be should be a factor when he's healthy. Man, he was good. He'll score. He'll score points for you. He's involved in the passing game. He has a nose for the end zone great late round or mid mid round steal here on James Conner. Can definitely get get things done for you on a team that's going to be rebuilding, probably going to be behind a lot. Kyler's not going to play probably for the first half of the year, so uh, look for a lot of uh, a lot of use in the passing game. DeAndre Swift. Yeah. What are you going to get with DeAndre Swift? How much longer are you going to hang on to this guy? Hoping to see what we once in a while I get to see he's spectacular at times and then he's hurt and then he's healthy but then they don't use him i it's he's a tricky one he's a tricky one not not a guy i would be investing a whole lot in uh, zeke comes in after that you know as as mentioned he's in that 27 27 28 year old club Talking about restructuring his deal so he can stay a Cowboy. He wants to. I think he wants to finish up there. Still thinks he has plenty left in the tank, but uh, definitely the two in the one-two punch uh, there in Dallas. Uh, Devin Singletary, kind of a disappointing year for him after what we saw at the end of last year, 2020, in 2021 at the end of that year where he just completely took over uh, during the fantasy playoffs. Never really saw that this year. Shared a lot of time with James Cook, who's kind of the up-and-comer there. Neither one of them big enough to probably manage a, a full workload. Look for the Bills to maybe add to that running back core in the draft as well this year. Um, Bijan has been rumored uh, to be on their list, which would, which would put an end to all these guys, Cook and Singletary. Uh, for the Buffalo offense Montgomery is a free agent for for Chicago got to see where he lands if he's going to stay there a guy with the workload that can can do some damage both in the passing game and in the running game but we'll have to wait and see where he ends up Uh, Damian Pierce looked fantastic at times not on a great team uh, not healthy at the end of the year but I look for a bounce back year if he can get a full year's worth of work he is uh, right in there in the running back one area for sure so he could be yet another another steal in drafts um people forgetting about him a little bit could fall into that fourth fifth round space uh, Rahim mostert again just keeps on going he, this is a 30 year old back here um miami has quite a bit going on there Tyler Algier uh, I thought was pretty impressive for Atlanta this year I'm kind of surprised that he finished this low among running backs but a lot of that was just he didn't he didn't get it early and he was uh, much stronger later in the season took him a while to get going to kind of take over that back that backfield so uh, uh, another guy that could be a great one i mean this is kind of falling in your you're falling into this area where these guys are um some good pickups late in drafts right jeff wilson a.j dillon had some good games antonio gibson we we don't know we just don't know what we're ever going to get out of antonio gibson or how they're ever going to use him cordero patterson is yet another year older <laughs> i he's he's like his own tier of of old age running backs i want to say he's He's 31, 32 up in there. Latavius Murray uh, had some flash games. And then you get into uh, Jonathan Taylor, right? This is where he finished. And he what is it? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. He finished as the running back 33, right? He had trouble with injuries all year long. Uh, the team was bad. And then they just ended up shutting him down uh because there was nothing really to play for anymore at that point but you know he's Jonathan Taylor he's going to be a top 5 running back going forward so you know this is very deceiving to have him down here had a lot of I've had a lot of trade offers for him people trying to get him on the cheap uh, I don't for a second believe that he's uh, he's taken a step back at all I think he comes back healthy next year Hopefully a new system, new coach, hopefully, and uh, can get things right back uh, to where he was. Had no injury history up to this season, so there's no reason to believe that he can't bounce right back. He's super young, super strong, and uh, should be right back in the conversation in the top five. Cam Akers finished the season amazingly, went through all kinds of stuff, up the ups and downs of the year, started out slow, and then had his little... His little tantrum, where he sat for a couple of weeks, and team tried to trade him but couldn't trade him, and then brought him back, and then they got rid of Darrell, Darrell Henderson and gave the job to Akers, and then he took it, and he, he took it and, and ran with it. Deonta Foreman comes in after him. Again, some in a system where they really wanted to run the ball. Carolina wanted to run the ball. Uh, he was he was fantastic at times just a bruiser uh but you know every time i went to play him of course he would uh he would he would gack and and you'd get nothing out of him so uh, he's another year older as well kind of it's a new coach frank reich will be down there we'll see what they do draft wise and, and how he fits into that equation he's a free agent too so he could end up somewhere somewhere else Samaj so, p ryan also free agent rashad white could be looking to take over things in tampa bay could be a guy to to grab again later in drafts just like isaiah pacheco right after him has looked pretty darn good uh later in the season as they've uh used him more exclusively but it's crowded it's crowded there in kansas city and and they just have a different way of doing things oh look at that Brees hall hanging out down here what about Brees hall do you dive right back in on him as as an rb1 not knowing how quickly he's going to recover from the surgery and how fast he will bounce back it could be you know these guys oftentimes with the acls are are a good half year halfway into the season before you start to see start to see them back to themselves so yeah we'll see where brees hall how he looks when he comes out kareem hunt is a is a free agent michael carter um really hasn't materialized into anything other than a passing down back uh khalil herbert based based on what chicago decides to do uh draft wise or david montgomery wise i i don't like him as the lead guy as the only guy he hasn't been able to stay healthy either but uh but he could be so um you know anybody that's given the bulk of the work on any team uh is worthy of a pretty decent draft pick uh brian robinson showed that he took over the backfield there in washington so uh even though the finish is kind of low it these guys could could be a lot play a lot bigger role uh than their finish shows so they could be great steals again great steals in the fourth the fifth the sixth even the seventh round of drafts next year Kenyon drake yuck he's done james cook again wait and see what buffalo does ceh hey he might even play in the super bowl but what a disappointment he has been uh jk dobbins looked pretty good at the end of the year again another one of those acl guys that took a long time into the season before we really saw him and even in the end when he was playing well didn't look 100 percent for sure Damien harris is a uh agent kenneth gainwell man he's flashy at times uh let's see what happens with miles sanders uh and and basier gainwell he's not big though just not not a guy that you would consider uh, an every down back that could get in there and bang with him rashad penny as mentioned before how about elijah mitchell elijah mitchell where do you where do you put this guy every time he's on the field he's spectacular he just can't stay on the field. And it shows where his finished. I mean, he's like, and it ends up like the, the running back 50 because he just cannot stay on the field. Man, what what he could be if he could just stay healthy. And then uh, we'll round it out with the very last one here. And shouldn't be the least, but another one of those that you wonder how fast does he come back from the injury. Javante Williams left very early in the season for denver new coach new system coming back from major reconstructive knee surgery right he had all kinds of stuff going on in there so uh, yeah where do you where do you value a javante williams we're just gonna have to watch it monitor his offseason monitor uh the preseason and and keep an eye on i know i took him too early last year of course everybody that took him is saying that because probably he, he single-handedly kind of wiped out my season in, in redraft so um what kind of risk factor are you taking and what kind of draft capital are you willing to give up so that is kind of in a nutshell that's that's the running back position a lot of a lot of <laughs> um a lot of things going on in there you've got free agency you've got age you've got um the roles that these guys play um a very volatile position anyway but also a, a super extremely important position to your fantasy football team so um that's the running backs we'll uh I don't know we'll get into wide receivers tight ends some of the some of that stuff in the weeks to come but uh yeah we got a football game uh coming up and we'll uh we'll break that down probably talk all of the little uh the little wagers here and there that you can make on the Super Bowl uh, when we come back in on Friday. But for now, I got to go. Uh, I got to go get the vote out. It's seven fifty-four in the morning, and uh, and the votes need to start coming in. I got to get everybody awake, get them on it, and uh, get this thing rallied. So uh, place your votes, and then vote again, and then vote again, and then go to a different Wi-Fi and vote again. Let's get uh, let's get the boy to the to the title here. I'm gonna get out of here. It's a Tuesday. Let's get the week off to the right start. Everybody have a great day and a great week. We'll see you on Friday. For the Fantasy Blink, I'm the Commission. I am over. Out.